Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today. Uh, hope it's going out on the website here. Sorry, I got a notification. Uh, my uh, the for the website has uh, went down and then said it come back up again. So don't know what's uh, going on there. And uh, but I hope everybody's having a good day today, a blessed day, and uh, trying to uh, get all this. Uh, <laughs> tell you what. Facebook can be such a pain in the derriere sometimes. I'm uh, trying to get this stuff posted and uh, to my different groups and pages uh, each morning, and uh, makes it tough when your fat fingers hit everything, but the button you're wanting to hit, and so it makes me get very, um, very grumpy. <laughs> so, but anyway, I do hope everybody's doing well today and uh, and slept well. Oh my gosh. You saying the for the website? You saying disconnecting and reconnecting? So I don't know what's going on with it. Tell you what, this uh, this uh, technology is good when it works, and uh, I just now noticed that uh, my uh, for the uh, there we go for here on social media. It looks a little weird. I don't know why. It's like it's zoomed in on my fat face or maybe it's just my fat face you never know so <laughs> but anyway uh <clears throat> brand new week uh new week to uh, serve jesus and uh new brand new day to serve the lord and do it right it is uh <clears throat> you know uh, you woke up today then god's given you a uh, good morning eileen she said she is a sweet wonderful friend thank the world of her i really do and uh, her and her daughter are two Two blessings, they really are. But uh, uh, but if you woke up today, then you are, uh, Lord's got a plan and a mission for your life. And so let's make sure we seek that out uh, each and every day. The only way you can do that is spending time in the Word and in prayer. And uh, so I highly recommend that and, and ask the Lord to help you to engage with others uh, to spread the gospel message. And, you know, it's not always easy. You know, I, I, for me... You know, I'm an extrovert, and uh, it still makes you nervous when you go up and try to talk to somebody about the Lord. But uh, there's a lot of people out there who are not as uh, outgoing or open as I am. And so uh, it's hard for people who are introverts uh, to to speak up. Uh, but, you know, that's what we got to do. You know, we got to put that behind. If you really think about it, that shyness is really pride. Uh, and uh, when you think about it uh, at its core level, I know it's not what people want to hear. I'm not saying that you're, if you're an introvert, that makes you a bad person. I know straight to the imagination. But uh, that shyness is actually a form of pride because you're so worried about uh, what others may be thinking about you that you it's hard for you to communicate. And so you've got to put that away. Remember, we've got to put away all selfishness. And uh, we make sure that we are putting, you know, that we are uh, dying to self. All right, we got to be selfless and uh, and make sure that we're uh, uh, taking up our cross and following after Jesus Christ. And it may not always be easy for everybody to do. And so we got to do that. And uh, Tina Jones says uh, to keep her daughter Hannah in prayer. She's in the hospital, Elizabeth, and her appendix or kidney stones, a lot of pain. Well, I'm sorry, Tina, to hear that. And we will definitely, uh, definitely be praying uh, and uh, for Miss Hannah, and uh, sorry to hear that. Hopefully, they can get it figured out. Uh, I've had my appendix out, and for, of course, 
part of my gut and everything else. So I trust me, I can understand uh, how that uh, how painful that can be. And I've never had kidney stones, praise God, but I know my dad, my mom, both have had them. And uh, golly, shoo, that's don't pray I don't. That, that that's, that's terrible stuff right there. But anyway, we'll keep keep her in prayers. Well, you know, friends, it is uh, uh, another day. Uh, another uh, chaotic world that we woke up in, and uh, it just amazes me. Uh, uh, just like Dad was saying yesterday when he was speaking, how uh, I felt like we woke up in an alternate universe of some sorts. Uh, to see everything that's going on, uh, it's just uh, just mind blowing. I mean, it really is to see the things that are transpiring in our world. A friend of mine messaged me yesterday, and he said, uh, uh, "He said, do you think things are going to get worse?" And I said, "As bad as I hate to say it." I think it's going to get a whole lot worse where it gets better. Uh, it really, uh, I think it really is. But uh, we got to stay true. We got to stay the course, and we need to keep our eyes focused on the Lord. And uh, I'm telling you, all this stuff. It, I, you know, I, I think a lot of you who watch each morning are like me, and you get angry and you get upset with what's going on in our world right now. And uh, you know, I wish I could say, you know, give you some better words of wisdom. But you know, all that I can tell you to do. Because uh, I'm at the point where I'm about ready to just physically fight. You know, we, we've been battling an ideological war for so long, and I'm just at the point I'm about ready to, to physically uh, start fighting. But that's not the way to approach it. Remember, we have to approach things with gentleness and love and kindness and respect. Now, unless you're you have to defend yourself or your family, that's a whole different situation. And if it comes to a defense, then yes, we you know, man who doesn't take care of his family is no better than an infidel. But um, but we got to try to approach uh, these differences uh, with a Christ-like love, if all possible. And uh, we'll maybe, maybe be getting into that here in just a few minutes. Uh, and uh, so, anyway, let's go ahead before we get started. Let's go ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance. So if you have your uh, ability to stand up and place your hand over your heart, uh, let us do so. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I think that this pledge is even more meaningful uh, with what's going on uh, right now in our nation, uh, the lack of uh, historical knowledge and understanding is is baffling, uh, to say the least, and particularly in regards to the Civil War. What is regurgitated and parroted uh, from, uh, uh, it just it blows my mind. Uh, they just they do not know their history. And if you uh, dare to oppose that, uh, thank you, Miss Elizabeth, I appreciate that. Uh, but if you dare to oppose that, and of course, they, you can find any link in Google or Yahoo to substantiate what you want to perpetuate. Uh, you're, there's enough bias out there uh, that you don't have to look too far. But when you try to make a strong defense historically, uh, with the accuracy out there, uh, they don't want to hear it. Uh, you know, that's the sad thing. So many liberals run on emotion and not on facts, and I think we are definitely seeing that right now. The fact they want to tear down our flag, change our national anthem. I mean, I tell you what, I sometimes I feel like we're on the verge of, 
of communism, and I really, I really believe that. And uh, I tell you what, I'm about ready to the point to say, you know, Ronald Reagan in the '80s, and I remember, I distinctly remember. I guess I understand I'm becoming an old man, but uh, when when Ronald Reagan said, "Tear down that wall." Uh, between East and West Germany, and uh, the excitement uh, that entailed that. And I'm telling you, I'm beginning to wonder if that's what's going to happen in our country. You know, uh, put a wall down the middle, let the liberal loons have their side, and those who believe in freedom and patriotism have our side. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't want to see a country divided by no means. We, you know, united we are strong, but divided we will fall. And I, I tell you what, it's, I begin to wonder if it's about to that point. I mean, I, seriously, it's about that bad. But anyway, let's look at our passage this morning. We'll look at Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. So if you have your Bibles handy, go ahead and get that uh, uh, together there, Matthew 5, 14 through 16, and I'll bring that up so you can read along. All right. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and giveth light to all that are, that, can't read this morning, giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. And as me old Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Now, to be that light of the world, you know, uh, sadly, we, um, I don't think we're seeing enough Christians to be the light of the world. So many Christians are so anxious to compromise with the world, uh, to, um, to make excuses for sin, you know, and that's one thing a lot, too many people are willing, and it's so easy to do, to justify sin and wrongdoing. Uh, you know, it, it is easy to say, well, I messed up, but gosh, it could have been a whole lot worse. I could have been like so-and-so over here. At least I didn't act like they did. You know, that's that's the wrong attitude. Sin is abhorrent in God's eyes. Uh, the very fact uh, in this fallen world that when we see death, dying, and suffering is a result of that abhorrent sin. That we see that physically, uh, we see uh, the abhorrence in God's eyes that he sees spiritually. And, um, you know, so we're, you know, as an article I was reading yesterday uh, was talking about uh, uh, the fact that uh, pastors, uh, so many pastors are cowardly. And they will not speak out against what's going on in regards to Black Lives Matters or racism or homosexuality, uh, uh, abortion, uh, controversial topics. Uh, you know, as pastors, you know, I read this the other day about the Black Robe Regiment and how they spoke up and spoke against those things, the tyranny uh, of the government and, uh, it's, and what it was doing was wrong. And I, I even had a person email me the other day and said, you know, you, you put things on there. I've never seen any other pastors put on there. And, and that is, uh, you know, I just keep believing you put some stuff. And I'm beginning to wonder if you're racist. And, uh, you know, well, you know, I told Brandon, this, well, maybe I need to scale it back a little bit on some of the things. I try my best to put what's positive on there. And like I said, I'm, I'm the least racist person you'll find because, because uh, you know, I, I, my grandmother's Japanese. And uh, I was, you just have no idea uh, how I was bullied and made fun of. I was in fist fights all the time growing up. And so uh, I, I kind of got a little taste of, of racism. And so uh, I don't, that's why I hate it and abhor it. 
But, uh, but what is going on in this country is pure uh, racism. Uh, is uh, uh, there's, there's still, you know, uh, we, the only thing that's going to mend this is Jesus Christ. But it's still, you, I don't care if you're black or white, what we're seeing is still one race trying to elevate above another. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. You may not like it. It may go against what your, your sensibilities are. And, uh, you, know, I, you know, that's one thing that I've been raised is to speak for what is right and what is true. And anything that is, uh, con you know, uh, contrary to the word of God, I have to speak up and speak against. And uh, so I do get a little upset when it comes to uh, the way our history is being attacked, removal of statues, uh, you know, uh, the attack on traditional family values. Uh, yes, I get upset. Maybe I don't always convey properly the the most uh, the, how I feel in the most preacherly way. As I've told you before, sometimes I wonder why God called me to ministry. I feel like I am the last person in the world. I I am not a great orator. I am. Uh, a redneck, you know, I've got a lot of things I have to fight and, and, and really work on. And uh, yeah, Eileen, right on. Uh, she said, what we're seeing is selective racism. Amen. Exactly. You know, they say Black Lives Matter. I, you know, uh, I like what those, um, uh, the two African-American uh, men, I keep remember their names now, the video I saw, what, uh, like what they said, they said only certain Black Lives Matters because you only only see them speaking up when it's something like a cop uh, in a, an African-American scenario is the only time you ever hear anything. Nothing about black-on-black -black crimes, nothing about abortion, nothing about all these other things that are going on. Uh, but that, and, you know, and what we're seeing is this cancel culture. We're seeing this um, Marxism uh, is what we're seeing. And uh, so I don't, uh, you know, I listen to, to men I've, I've uh, went to school with, and, uh, buddy, I tell you, they, you know, they sound so way up here intellectually, and I, sometimes I feel like a moron, uh, but, uh, you know, all I can do is just be, you know, that's all what God wants us to do, is be the best you you can be, and that's all I can do, is be the best Matt Young that God has called me to be, and if I don't always convey the kind of Christ-like love I should, then I apologize. I'm trying hard, you know, just like the rest of you. I'm trying the best that I can, but my friends, my Christian friends, brothers and sisters, we have got to start making a stand. You've got to quit being so apathetic, complacent. You need to get your fannies in church. You need to be active in church, active in the word, active in prayer. Uh, we've got to start making a stand. So many Christians have compromised with the world. So many pastors who don't believe in the whole word of God have compromised with the world. And they, they make excuses. Uh, you know, they, they confuse the fact that we are to show love and acceptance of sin. And that, that is not the case. We can show love, but we still have to take a strong stand. Uh, so that means to be that light of the world that we're reading here this morning, take a strong stand uh, for the things that are right in God's eyes. You know, so many Christians I see, they think, particularly with homosexuality issues, they think that they have to show acceptance in order to show love. Nothing be further from the truth. If you are a parent who may be watching this and you, your child has come to you and said that they're dealing with this uh, uh, this lifestyle choice, then you need to give them some good, you know, sh still show them love. I'm not saying kick them out of the house, still show them love, but you need to try to get them good Christian counseling. You need to try to get them help because, uh, you know, they don't need to believe the lie of the world. Just like those who've had abortion, uh, many women have believed the lie of the world and they are haunted by their actions and they need to understand that, yes, what they did was wrong, but so many of us do things that are wrong too, but Christ still loves them, and, he, and he's not going to reject them because of a mistake that they made. 
And uh, so that's why it means to show that love without accepting the wrongdoing. And, and so many Christians and churches alike have allowed New Age philosophies to infiltrate uh, the, the church and, and their thinking and their teaching. And so many pastors, like I was talking about last night, have just become flat-out apostates. It, it is, it is uh, scary to see not many men out there who are standing on the, on the whole Word of God and preaching its truths. You know, the... Uh, there is uh, what is known as cultural relativism. And, uh, you know, there are those out there who think that all uh, religions are basically good. You know, uh, many years ago, George Bush, again, showing my age, <laughs> that uh, uh, he was talking about uh, uh, the, the evil uh, of another country and, and uh, their culture and, um, uh, and, and how, that we, how they attacked us. And I guess I should say George W. Bush, not, not his father, George Bush. And uh, people went berserk that he would dare call another culture evil, uh, that that was, that was abhorrent uh, to them because that uh, they, they had this cultural relativistic look uh, that uh, basically all religions are peaceful and good, which is, can be nothing further from the truth. I mean, you look at uh, Islam, you look at Muslims, they, they don't believe that God had a son. Um, that you look at Hindu, they do not believe in a, in a creator, uh, a true creator of, of the world. So you see these cultural differences. In fact, um, when I was doing my doctoral studies in Indiana, they um, uh, they had many of the guys who were doing their doctoral studies up there with me uh, were uh, uh, were wanting to uh, to concentrate on working with other cultures in order to evangelize and talk to these uh, different religions uh, in regards to Christianity. And uh, in fact, we had a lot of Korean uh, students up there and uh, trying to learn. Uh, and uh, there was one individual, oh goodness, where was he from? I can't remember if it was, uh, um, I want to say, I don't think it was South Africa. But man, he had an incredible testimony. I, I can't remember what part of Africa he was from. He had an incredible testimony of what he had, had gone through and been through. I, in fact, I might have a picture of it. I, may have to, I wish I'd have thought to bring it up. But uh, he, he was a good guy, really was, really loved the Lord. And, uh, but see, that's just it. We have, uh, we have cultural differences. We have uh, those who have a relativistic uh, uh, viewpoint of religion uh, in general. And the fact that uh, what it may be true for you may not be true for me. That's not how I interpret the Bible. And, and remember, the Bible's not up to interpretation. Remember, that's what's called proper hermeneutics. How it is properly interpreted to the original audience and how we are to apply it today. And uh, it's not relative into how you want it to be. And that's a lot of problem we have with the, with the world today. And people who uh, uh, don't believe in the whole word of God, they, you know, they think that well, it's been written by man and, and so much has been lost in translation. Man, you can look at the uh, the historical and the, the archaeological evidence. You look at the Qumran community. Uh, we can find the Dead Sea Scrolls. We find we have found throughout history everything we you know to substantiate that nothing has been lost in translation. Now, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are King James only. A lot of people get upset when I read out of the English Standard Version, like in our study in Hebrews. Um, when I've been at, uh, when I, we were at church and I, I read from that, I can see their faces. They don't like it. And I'm not saying necessarily they're King James only. A lot of people, that's just what they grew up with. That's what they're used to, and they don't want to. They don't like. They don't like that uh, that change. But there has to be. I like English Standard Version, and I do like the King James. There's there's a lot of times when I read a verse, and even even though it's easier and more easy to understand in the English Standard, I like the way it's written in the King James. 
But, you know, you got to think in other cultures and societies, you know, when you say that our, our sins are forgiven as white as snow, well, they may be in an area they've never seen snow and don't know what snow is. And, uh, or they say, well, it's, it's as wide as an eaglet feathers. Well, they may know what that is. Oh, yes, you know, that makes understanding. So there may be translations out there where it has to be a little more easily understood so they can, can relate to what's being taught. My point in all this is, in being the light of the world, we have to be evangelistic and we have to do it peacefully. We have to do it with love. Right now, anger is at an all-time high. Anxiety is at an all-time high. People are upset. People are mad. We're tired of being attacked as Christians. We're tired of people putting us down. We're tired of People calling us hate mongers and bigots and, you know, and judgmental. We're most people, if you're like me, are fed up. We're done with it. And, you know, and so it's so easy that uh, when someone is, is talking to us to retaliate, to give defense, to be angry, we can't do that. Now, guys, I'm telling you, right, just like some comments I was reading on Facebook the other day, JHL had on there about this gay pride uh, drive five parade goofy thing. I don't know what they were doing. Anyway, you would believe some of the horrendous, most evil, disgusting things that were said on there in regards to Christianity. And I tell you, it took everything I had not to go off, but that's what they want. They're just a bunch of trolls, and they want to get a knee-jerk reaction so they can say, ha-ha, look at all those angry Christians. You know, that's what they want. Whether you're engaged on social media or in face-to-face, -face, let's do it with a Christ-like love. Let us speak the truth in love, but let us stand our ground. Do not give in. Do not compromise with the world. Do not make excuses for sin. We do not accept uh, alternative lifestyle choices. We do not accept sexual perversion. I don't care if it's gay or straight. We don't accept that. That is wrong. Anything that is contrary to the word of God, I don't care if it's gay or straight uh, or if it's uh, Antifa or if it's uh, this, this, this selective racism as I was talking about this morning, it doesn't matter. If, any, if it's contrary to the word of God, we have to stand against it. Now, you know, you look at diversity, you look at uh, racism in the Bible, Look at what, what God created. You talk about diversity. God created us in yellow, red, yellow, black, and white, as the, as the song tells us. You know, uh, you know uh, diversity in that aspect of itself is not wrong. Look at what, how God created us and, uh, and created us with that plethora of differences and colors and, and how we can come together as a beautiful bouquet as long as we keep Jesus Christ first. And as long as we have Christ there, we can show that love and put aside uh, the differences of race because that doesn't matter. We look on the heart. We don't look on the outward appearance. Praise God, because look at me. I'm glad that he don't look on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart, and that's what we have to look at, you know? And so, uh, and we can get past that. We can, we can get past, we can, we have Jesus Christ, we can get past those racist attitudes and we can look on the merit and the character of the person. We can look on the heart and understand uh, the, the individuality, uh, the, how God has created these individuals. But without God, without Jesus Christ, racism will exist. Bitterness and hatred will exist. That's the only why it takes the love of God for, for those things to coexist uh, and to, uh, to have that peaceful resolution. So, uh, my friends, we must be that light of the world. We must show that Christ-like love. Uh, too many Christians are not being that light in this world of darkness that is so needed. Jesus Christ is that beacon in a dark world. Let us point those around us in that direction so they will come to know that love and, and awesomeness and that peace that only God can give and provide. Let us have a word of prayer. And then, Father Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. 
Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day that you blessed us with. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us uh, in these uh, difficult times to always demonstrate a Christ-like love. Help us to evangelize. Help us to uh, show friendship evangelism. Help us, Lord Jesus, to not compromise with the world, play footsie with sin, but to demonstrate your love and to be a witness to those around us, whether it's uh, different ethnicities, different cultures, different point of views. Lord, help us, Lord Jesus, to be that light in this world of darkness, to demonstrate your goodness. And Lord, uh, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide us, and watch over protect us this day. Be with this nation. Pray that you'll touch hearts and minds like never before. Bring peace upon this land. Uh, Lord Jesus, uh, let people, uh, uh, let their eyes be opened before it's too late. Lord, let our police officers know they are truly loved, needed, and appreciated. Lord, I want to lift up a special prayer for Mr. Tony Peters this morning. And uh, Lord, I pray that you bring healing upon him, taking away his pain and discomfort. Lord, I pray that you'll be with little Hannah this morning and uh, Lord, uh, help the doctor to find out if it's uh, kidney stones or if it's uh, appendix, whatever it may be. Lord, please take away her pain. Uh, Lord, give her uh, peace and healing and guide the doctor's hands to bring her to full and complete health. Uh, Lord, I pray that you will be with uh, uh, Linda Feathers and uh, David Feathers and Roger Winters, Kim Penix, and uh, pray to be with Wendy Lee, uh, pray to be with Ron and Thelma Thompson, and Lord, I pray to be with so many uh, in the prayer requests and concerns we receive daily. Lord, I pray to be with our president, give him wisdom, discernment in these difficult times, and Lord, bring protection about him and his family. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and protect us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals watching this morning. It's always an honor to be able to get up and do these each and every day. Uh, just remember, if you want to share these devotions, you can always find me at Dr. Young 77 If you have friends or family who don't do social media, they can always find me at uh, on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. And uh, also, if you haven't already, go to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast, Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, no video, but you can list all the devotions, all of our sermons and podcasts as you're going out and about your day. So remember, uh, hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed day, a fantabulous day, and live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless. Mm -hmm.